Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome, everybody, to my independence report. I hope that you have brought a pencil and a piece of paper because you're going to learn some stuff today that you may not have uh, known before. Some of you are, uh, of course, brighter than me, so you can figure it out. But we're talking with a young lady that is part of a group, and I'm not even going to attempt the name because if I read it, I'm going to screw it up. Uh, This is Chelsea Chu, and she is with a group and is based out of Australia, I do believe. And uh, and that's where she is today. It is currently 10 o'clock in the morning on Friday. And I was kidding her because it's like um, she's going into the past uh, because we haven't. I'm, I'm on the West Coast of the United States and we haven't had Thursday night yet. So <laughs> I'm hoping you had a good Thursday night uh, so that it can be a precursor to what we get. But in any event, uh, Chelsea Chu is with us and she is with the group that is called. Cryptoland. <laughs> land i like that that's 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 really cool um and it is a newer group because it's it, it works with cryptocurrency which is also a newer thing that i know sadly know very little about and so she's going to educate me and all of you at the same time that that uh is so that we can understand what it is and what she's doing and she's got a team assembled um that are that are working to create something brand new and so let's talk about that. First of all, Chelsea, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you guys? I hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, I'm I heard so Thursday, far. I heard your yeah. I heard your Thursday night's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is now because I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> and and you're gonna make me a millionaire. Uh, <laughs> no um, promises there. <laughs> you are gonna make yourself a millionaire. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. So tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get into cryptocurrency and and how, what, what your schooling like and all that kind of good stuff that you are brighter than some of us? <laughs> um, well, cryptocurrency, first of all, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, to be specific, is not exactly new. It has been here since 2011, but I've only been in the crypto world uh cryptoverse i call it but crypto world in a way um since 2017 when there's like a uh huge bull run and then it caught the media's attention how a pizza boy actually uh took like 100 bitcoins and at that time it was a few like a few million dollars but at right now with the current price at forty two thousand dollars, he is an he is basically almost a billionaire <laughs> if he kept it if he didn't lose his private keys which i think he did so um, that is how I actually got into cryptocurrency. And at that time, I was investing fundamentally and mostly taking long-term trades. It's only this year that I've decided that I wanted to do this like seriously because I do believe in it. I do think it's the future in terms of our um, the way we are doing like our payments and stuff like that. It will be. Um, it's just only a matter of time, like when. Mm-hmm. And as for schooling, yes, I was bright in school, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm really good in sports. So yeah, that's me. Oh, very good. Well, so you need to explain to me because currently, I believe Bitcoin is, which is the number one example. Now there are bunches of them out there, but mm-hmm. uh, Bitcoin um, is worth forty two dollars or forty two thousand dollars per coin. So if I were Excellent. to buy part of a coin. For like a hundred bucks, it wouldn't be a very big piece of coin. How, how is that? Is that kind of like a metaphor, uh, the Bitcoin? Because it's it's just uh, how does what does it mean? What uh, a Bitcoin? Bitcoin is basically like a currency. For example, like what we know now, uh, the U.S. dollar, China yuan, um, the the difference. Like so, one Bitcoin for forty two thousand dollars is basically just a currency exchange rate what you are really buying for example if i go to america 
uh, if I buy $20, 20, I mean $100, your example, $100 of American money um, is not that much, is it? Because like the Feds printed a lot of money last year. So um, that's basically similar concept to how it's like. It's you're, you're not, you're owning a part of the digital coin and the difference between American dollars and Bitcoin is that American dollars, you can, the Feds can print as many as they want, but for Bitcoin, there's, an finite, there's a finite supply. So which means that you, there's only this amount of Bitcoin that can be mined. And once it's mined, it's, you, you can't mine anymore. And it, then thus, it actually is very limited. That's why the prices are really um, high right now. So again, it's based on supply and demand. That's correct. And so there are a finite number of Bitcoins in the yep. world, and there aren't going to be any more. It's not like what the Fed does when it says, yes. need a billion dollars? Okay, let's go print it. Exactly. And so it's not like that. So so it, as the demand rises and people start paying more for it, then mm-hmm. that causes the price to go up until there's a sell-off, and that price causes the price to go down, and then everybody jumps out the window. Um, (laughs) because if you buy it at the wrong time, if you buy, if you don't follow the market and you buy it when it's at its high and then something happens and it, they have a sell off and it drops, I don't know, $10,000 a coin, which happens from time to time, Mm -hmm. I guess. Is that right? Um, well, we have this saying in the crypto world, you, you don't lose until you sell. (laughs) So what we always do is that they have we have this term as well. It's called it's uh, spelled as H O D L. We call it hodl. So we have to hold it like um, most people would actually hold their coins until it reappreciates to like surpass to what they're for. Those right. are the lo- those are the long term investors who has like long term views for cryptocurrencies, and they are the ones who normally gain because. How this market work is that um, this is another great thing that I love about cryptocurrency. Yes, it's bad for a lot of people, but it plays on your emotions a little. Like if you're not strong enough, for example, you look at the price going up, right? And you're like, oh my God, I'm missing this train. I really want to get on this train. Let me just buy this Bitcoin or buy this coin. But then out of a sudden it tanks. Um, Whatever goes up must come down. It has to correct. It has to cool off. Um, otherwise gas fees will be high if they are gas fees and, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, and then when the, when the market tank, people will be like, oh my God, I, I, I'm losing money. Like what, I should totally sell this, that this is how you lose money in cryptocurrency. Like you buy when it goes up and you sell when it goes down. That's losing money 101. <laughs> and that's what well, most people do. <laughs> let me, let me, let me explain in 2008, when the economy tanked here and there was a housing bubble and the housing bubble yeah. burst and all of that, uh, my mother was heavily invested in the stock market and it was like at 12 and 13, it was like 12 or I think it was like 14,000 at the time. And then oh, it dropped, wow. it dropped to 10, then it dropped to nine, then it dropped to eight. And she would look at her portfolio and she was that she was losing money every time every day she was losing some money and so her uh, intestinal fortitude draw, dried up and she sold everything and put everything into bonds and oh, when no. it was at eight thousand oh, now no. yeah and so she never put it back she, ne- she never d- waited for the bottom bottom and then when it started going up she never put it back so she would have been much better off just leaving it there and not looking at it every day and not stressing over it because stock market now is at about 35,000 and she would have doubled or tripled the amount of money that she had in there. So I get the concept of you just got to hold on to something and, and just wait it out. Um, Yep. Or half the mindset, you know, Warren Buffett once said that I think this is so simple to say, but it's so hard to do because we are humans, we have emotions. So he said that um, all you have to do is buy during fear and sell during greed. So when people are getting greedy, that's when you sell, not when you buy. And when people are being fearful, like like how your mom felt at that time, that's when you should buy. So 
with this um, saying, it actually applies in the stock market, in the real estate market, and cryptocurrency. You will you will guarantee be earning. Exactly. Now, yeah. by the way, uh, before we get too far into this, I want to thank Tracy Lamore from Lamore Media. She brought us together, the woman who never sleeps. And uh, she's she amazing. Worked, she, she is. She works very hard <laughs> to bring uh, really cool people to me. We, we, we're we working together to to get the word out about some of our clients and stuff, which is hence the reason for this interview. But what you're doing is really is very interesting. I would like to get into talking about what it is that you and a group of your friends and other acquaintances and people that you know, you're creating something um, based on cryptocurrency because, you, because see, you when, when you say it's been around for a long time and, and you say 2011, for me, that was the day before yesterday. Um, but for you, I get it. It's, it's, been, it's been a little while. But uh, uh, so tell us about the uh, company, which is Cryptoland. Cryptoland? Cryptoland. <laughs> yes, I can. That's the best shot I got. Uh, so tell us about that and, and how did so it come to be? We actually consist a team of um, random, like, we are not really based on Australia. I'm the only one that's based in Australia. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> we have people from the States, um, from the UK, from Germany, from Ukraine. Um, some of them live in Japan. Um, Indonesia and Malaysia, basically. Did I miss anything out? Probably not. But like, so all of us actually band together. We are like a group of artists, um, tech developers and game developers and marketing, actually. So these are the three main uh, groups that we have right now for our team to uh, get what we, uh, to get it going, like to get, because our long-term goal is to build like a decentralized land metaverse, which is right now, um, it's a bit tough. Like a lot of people will tell you that, oh yeah, uh, we are going to build this land. It's going to be easy, um, it, especially on the blockchain. It is so hard because there's still a gap for us to fill. Um, in the in the meta-human verse uh, itself, like for speech, it's so hard for a digital avatar to actually sync up with words. And even so, like the facial expressions, you can't, it's very hard to get right. So I guess this is where our challenge is at that we are looking to solve. Um, we will go into the metaverse eventually because right now we are uh, currently in NFTs and we are planning to implement it in the metaverse world. It's just that we are planning to do this really slowly. Like um, now we are going to launch like this um, NFTs, which will be a key to something that we are not going to announce it yet um, to this metaverse. So, and ideally, we would like to make this metaverse um, a virtual reality, if not augmented reality, in a way where people can enjoy like how it's like to be someone else or something else, or I don't know, go for soul searching, like we would like to implement a lot of AI into this. So yeah, it will be really, really exciting. The first thing that you're going to have to do is understand that there's lots of terms you're going to use that you use in a regular conversation that I have no idea. My nephew's <laughs> like that. He's into computers. I can mm -hmm. say hello to him. He'll say hello and I'll say, how you doing? And that's the last I get to understand what he's talking about because he's talking a completely different language than I do. Like, <laughs> like metaverse. What is, what is metaverse? Okay, metaverse is a digital verse that someone creates, for example. Do you know games? Somewhat, yes. Um, what kind of games do you know? Uh, checkers, chess, no, that's not. <laughs> um, I, um, I, do you know Call of Duty, Fortnite? Yes. Okay, I, so I, games I actually like tried that. to play Fortnite, and I gave up on it because there's also another one that is real-time, that I, and I forget the name of it, but it, it, it's, I guess it's fairly popular, but it's real time and it's based upon a ad, avatar that you create that is then in his house and he goes to bed at night and he gets up. Like the Sims? Go, yes, that's, yes. <laughs> um, it is something like that, but the Sims is, um, yeah, Metaverse is something like that. Our goal is to make a copy of reality for us to be able to implement some AI into it as well. The experience is the experience that matters. It's the graphics, the experience and everything. So that's what we are trying to aim for. The Sims is a very, very simple game and it's very enjoyable because it's very simple. 
but yes, it the is. experience is different. Like the experience, the NPCs are just sorry. NPCs means like non-playing like characters, as in those characters they only do whatever the computer programmed them to do. They don't okay. speak to you, so they don't really um, give you much enjoyment or add to your experience. They do sometimes, but like not fully as um, how it's like how you experience real life is like. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is where the gaming world is lacking in a way, and I, we thought it might be fun that um, we can just do this in a decent uh, on the blockchain, where gamers can go into a world. Have you watched Ready Player One? No. Or okay. or guy or guy, the one that was just released from Disney. Uh no. <laughs> Ryan Sorry, I'm not, I haven't done that yet. But but let me let me see if I can put it into my terms and get it under. What you're doing yeah. is you're creating an entire world. Yeah. You have an avatar or an individual that you create, and and you operate that individual, and that individual then interacts with other people, be they other people or um, computer generated people that you can then have actual conversations with and interact with and have to deal with all of the things that have to go along with life in, in this virtual reality. Is that, am I close? Something like that. Um, most games are already <laughs> like that, but um, so the difference between this metaverse and the other games are, uh, is actually the experience, like your experience in it. Um, we want you to go into a world where you're like, oh my God, this is like the real world and you can earn money in that world. You can spend money in that world. Yes, you can't taste or you, you, you can hear. Some of your senses work, but some of your senses don't. Um, we can't fix that. But we want you to be... So, for, for example, if you are working as a... Like, Kevin, you're working as a... You work as a... Uh, podcast host in this life and what if you want to be I don't know a woman or you want to be the president of the entire world and we would want we would want our users to be able to do that like to find whether if they they're calling in a way it's somewhat spiritual it's also um, somewhat like an escape of reality yeah exactly see see at this moment in time what i have to do is wait till i die and then be reincarnated to then be president of the united states <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can skip or, all that yeah yep. <laughs> and wait for our our world to be out so now so let me get this straight if i decided that i wanted to be play the game and i wanted to be the president of the united states the mm-hmm. game would then set it up so that i would have secret service details and no you you will have to do it yourself like how you don't even need a secret service detail if you want like for example uh superhumans to be your bodyguards why not you can set it up yourself so we want you guys to set the game up yourself we don't create we try not to limit people's um creativity so you can be whatever you want like not only anybody but also anything if that oh, makes wow. sense. so if you example, decide you want if you decide you want to be a bird or, yeah. or an eagle yeah. and, and you wanted to fly, you could do that. We can, yeah. But it, that's a lot of um, programming, a lot of like server costs for these kind of thing. That's why we are taking our time with the world. But um, yeah, that's our main goal. That's a, that, that really is. See, now the problem with, <laughs> with that is somebody could get immersed in it to a mm-hmm. point where they then believe it's reality. Um, can how do you how do you prevent that from or can you even because some people you know sit down in their basement and play video games twenty three hours a day every day. To me, at the end of the day, reality is perception. So if you can like if you can sustain yourself in this digital world um, with money. Obviously not with food because your physical body needs it, food, water. Um, if you can actually sustain yourself in a way, it's it's not normal, obviously. It's uncommon. And in this society, it's a little bit frowned upon at the moment. But 
if you can do that, I don't see why not. Like, why why should we prevent someone from doing something? They're not harming other people. Um, right. Doing whatever they like. So, why would that be a problem? No, I I, I get that and I understand. Yeah. So, like, is is the game interactive? Are are you looking to make it interactive so that there are other live people in your universe, or are you yeah. creating your own universe? We we want to get to that as well. So the initial release. So what we will do is that we will release parts of the game first to test out like what the um, people, what the people like, what the people don't like, and then we can fix it and make it bigger. As opposed to nowadays, what people are doing, they are just lumping the entire world out, like like just releasing the entire world out to um, the players, and that's very costly. And it's also very, um, it's. Yeah, so it's it's not wise. It's not. It's very time consuming, and we think it's a good idea to do it in like small parts. So, just because some people want to be, for example, some people want to be say um, a bird, doesn't mean like the entire population, like not the entire population, doesn't mean that most people um, are open to it. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. we will uh, work based on our community, like what they like and what they don't like. And that's how we will tweak the game towards like the entire world. Now on your website, which I've looked at, you are the number one person there. Are you the, <laughs> are you the one who came up with this and are bringing people into it? Or was this like a Saturday night thing where you guys were kind of sitting around going, you know, if we could have what we really want to do, this would be it. How did this come about? Um, it's actually a mix of both. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so right now in Australia, we are. I'm I'm in Sydney, so we are having. We've been in lockdown since end of June, and I'm still in lockdown. So that's what? How many months now? Three months, three and a half months soon, yeah. and it's sort of like a Saturday a Saturday night thing where you and your friends you kind of zoom and you kind of talk about like all this kind of um, things. How it would be amazing to have all these technologies like come together and you will be able to just escape just like that. And that's when the idea actually um, come about. And that's when I started to like gather people like to execute like the plan that we have. And a lot of people are, are joining you uh, yeah. because it's, it's, it's it really is a cool concept. Yeah. How much, how much, for lack of a better term, how much bandwidth, is it going to take to operate this game or server? server strength? <laughs> That's why we are starting small as well. We don't want to waste. We don't want to pollute the environment. We don't want to um, waste a lot of uh, money and cost on things like this. So we just want to make sure that everything works before we expand. Right now, we do have an investor and we have some government grant, which is amazing. Um, but we we also have like <laughs> a few more um, people asking angel investors looking to invest as well. So, but I haven't like I I told them no. We we are not looking for more like money at the moment. We just need to make sure this works before we take other people's money in. So that's where we are at right now. <laughs> well, if if you've got any of these angel investors that would like to work with you know I don't know a podcast, you just send them my <laughs> way, would you please? I will ask them. because you see my 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 mission is to is really is is kind of like what you're trying to do is to create a different world a better world and and, uh, create a different how how different how better um i i would think that well i don't know you tell me and what's is the motivation your idea so in Uh, your mind Well, in, in my What's mind, it would be what, as an example, set up a scenario where um, there are no borders. That would be amazing. We are all, we are all, um, we're all different people. We're, we're, uh, we're women, we're men, we're black, we're white, we're Asian, we're all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. But, but if we could set it up to where the, the premise of the game is that there are no borders and we have to figure out how to get along. And, and not tribalism and not by small groups, but everybody working together to achieve something great. And you win the game when you achieve whatever it is as great as it can be. 
or you don't win the you, you know this you know what why, i mean yeah this is why i like crypto um crypto is somewhat like that they don't crypto does not care where you're from it's not like the stock market where um you're from the us or canada like it depends on your um books and stuff like that it, it does not care if it goes if there's demand it goes up if there's um lesser demand than supply it goes down end of story that that it, it's it it's so it's such an amazing uh concept in a way it actually shows me a glimpse of i wouldn't say equality but um some something like equality like everyone is just at the same it does not matter how rich you are or how poor you are if you make your own if you make a bad decision and then that's it end of story um this is the beauty of it this is why i like crypto so it's it puts everybody on a on an equal footing exactly. on an equal playing field exactly because because today i'm i'm sad to say that that's not the case because of insider trading and and all of that that kind of stuff where somebody finds out ahead of time that there's going to be this the uh, pharmaceutical um product that's going to come out that's going to change a particular stock and they get a wind of it early they buy heavily into it it yeah. affects everything and other people don't get that same advantage uh, that aren't aware of it. So this is but, this is simply supply and demand. Well, don't get me wrong. Like right now, because it's still at its infancy stage, if you have a lot of money, like uh, enough to manipulate the market, you still can do it. But I foresee that in the ne in the near future, we will not like if every if most countries you don't you don't have to be every country. Most countries accept cryptocurrency as a it doesn't even need to be a legal tender. Just accept as it, it is. When people start buying, when the public actually goes in, then it will be really hard for one government or one company to control, to manipulate the market. So that is, that is, I, I think that is ideally, I would like to see where it goes for cryptocurrency. Now, yeah. I, I read the other day that uh, um, the China was considering to, uh outlawed or devalue it or not accept it or something let like me that. just say china has been trying to do that since 2013 <laughs> 2013 they tried 2017 2018 and now 2021 they, they they keep trying and they can keep trying but it's by banning people from something you're gonna make people want it more and especially when it comes to you controlling your people's money China, the Chinese has already, um, the Chinese people, there's already a lot of people um, siphoning money out of the country and buying real estate like in America, in Australia. <laughs> so what makes you think that the Chinese um, hasn't already siphoned money out to buy cryptocurrencies and trade based on that? Like, it's so hard to ban cryptocurrency. That's the beauty of it as well. So if somebody wanted to, as an example, and I've got my pen and paper here, if somebody wanted, like me, wanted to invest in that, how would you go about doing it? I don't even have any idea. Um, it's pretty simple. Like, you, all you have to do is just go to an exchange like Coinbase. It's a U.S. favorite or Binance. Um, but Binance does not operate as well in the U.S. because of certain sanctions um, the SEC has with them. <laughs> um but there are many exchanges out there where you can just load your money in and then buy some cryptocurrency. Or you can go to Bitcoin ATMs. There are some Bitcoin ATMs in the US. Um, there are some, what do you call them again? Local tenders. <laughs> like, so basically you just give them cash and they give you Bitcoin. But they their spread is really uh, big, which means that you will have lesser Bitcoin more um, for like the money you give. So lesser value. So it's, better, it's best if you go on like Coinbase or something like that, like an exchange like that, or Gem, Gemini um, so to buy you, cryptocurrency. If, so if you buy cryptocurrency, you just said that, that you get a coin. What do you get back when you put money in? Is there just like an account that you have? So it's like a bank account. Yes, except um, there's two kinds of bank accounts when it comes to cryptocurrency bank accounts. Um, there's two wallets. It's hot or cold. There are semi wallets but um i personal personally prefer cold wallets because they are almost unhackable it's actually unhackable it's human error that would actually allow people to gain access to your wallet but it's unhackable and your money is super safe as long as you store it properly by yourself um it's like a usb it's not exactly usb it's like a it's this ledger and trezor 
So there's two kinds of co-wallet and it's the digital uh, coin basically, basically goes into your wallet and then you store it over there uh, forever. So all you have to do is just, um, if you want to sell it, you just go to a computer uh, um, and then send it to like a uh, exchange and then get some cash out from it. Or you can use a hot wallet like MetaMask or Trust Wallet. These are very, very hot for um, people who buys trade, actually. People who day trade, people who uh, trade NFTs, even the wallets in your ex exchanges, it's also a hot wallet. So it's very, very, very um, not secure when it comes to hot wallet because people can hack it easily. Oh, I, I would mean, want a cold wallet. Not as easy as a bank account, like not as easy as how people can scam you from a bank, your bank account. Um, but people can still scam you based on social engineering. Um, so yeah, I guess at the end of the day, human errors are the one that are the ones that um make us lose money. Now, now the interesting thing is that there are um, there are people out there that, that may be listening to this now or in the future that are going to say, yes, I'm going to invest in that and I'm going to make I'm going to take my ten dollars and it's going to become a hundred million dollars in a week. And uh, that's really not true anymore, is it? It was never true. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's like, like it's, it's like. It's like the guy that, that, that you said he invested a couple million. Now he's worth a billion, but he didn't have something. And so he lost it yeah, all. But when did he invest it, though? Yeah, at the very beginning. So, yeah, he must have not at the very, very beginning, but most likely he's invested it in like, what, 2014, 2015. And he's waited for like five, six years and he took a risk. That is why his risk was his risk was rewarded. That is why he got so much money um, at the end, because at that time, nobody knows Bitcoin. At that time, people are like, Bitcoin, what? Like, why would I want to buy this? Like, what if, like, it doesn't make sense. Why would I want to store it in my computer? Like, this is not money. How do I exchange it? At that time, there's not that many exchanges out there for you to exchange your digital currency for um, cash. So he took a risk and he, it paid off. So that, it, yeah, that's what happened. It's not because... <laughs> he put it there's no such thing anywhere in the world you put in ten dollars the next week it becomes millions of dollars there's no such thing and then you have to be like really 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 lucky to find something like of millions of dollars of value and the person doesn't know it's worth that and you buy it for ten dollars and that that's like the only way you can do it i guess right well and and uh um it's interesting because a lot of people are saying or had said that way you know there's no government behind it there's no, um, it's, it's all supply and demand. There is no tangible anything behind it. But then if you look at the U.S. dollar, it's the same thing now. It used to be on the gold reserve, and it's no longer backed by gold. It's backed by, now it's backed by reputation. Exactly. Exactly. This is and why a lot of people lose confidence in uh, the currency, like and any currency right now. Look at COVID. Look at how... The governments are printing money. This is why people. This is why cryptocurrency is so expensive right now because people lose faith in um, the current dollar or euro or uh, pounds because the government keeps printing money. And what happens when the government keeps printing money? Inflation happens, which means that whatever that is worth fifty dollars a year ago is not worth the same right now. It's gonna be uh, forty, forty-five dollars, and then next year it's gonna be like what? $35. It, it's, yeah. Well, so, you know, it's interesting that the government never says, at least in not in my lifetime, I've never heard it for them to come on to TV or, or to in front of Congress and say, okay, Senator, how much money did we print last year? And <clears throat> nobody wants to come up with that number because the, everything is based upon confidence. Um, if you're confident in, in the currency that you're working with, then you're, you're not going to have a problem. But if it's more volatile, if, if inflation kicks in and all of these different factors that go in, then people lose confidence. Then they take that money out. They put it in gold and they're putting it into cryptocurrency and because they're looking for a safe place to park their money. And, uh, it's, exactly. it's really, it's really tough to do, uh, if, if, cause in a lot of cases, there aren't really any very safe places, uh, to park. Exactly. And even banks, some of, um, in some countries you have to pay to put your money in the bank. It's that crazy. 
Yeah. I, I I'm very lucky. I got a I've got a really good bank. Um, I won't tell them who they are here, but but they they actually pay interest, and um, and they pay interest on the on their savings account, which is point zero zero one. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like, yeah, but we pay interest. It's like, yeah, I know. I need ten million dollars to make ten. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's, yeah. it's 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 a silly thing. But I'm glad that you are uh, um, working on this because now you're you're hoping that in some manner or form, cryptocurrency can fund the operation of creating the world. Correct. Oh, you mean my my? Sorry, I was just thinking reality. Um, well. <laughs> We already have the funds to create the world. What we are hoping is a um, interest and support, I guess. Like how will we have, like the question is, will we have the right community behind us? Um, that's what we are aiming for. Like money is just money. Um, money is everywhere. So what, what really matters are the people for us. So yeah. You know what's interesting about that, uh, um, Chelsea, is that uh, a lot of people, as far as money goes, uh, feel that uh, it's hard to find and it's 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 difficult, and they're they're suffering from lack because they're not they're not able to do and to get money. And there are other people like yourselves. You just said it. There's lots of money everywhere. You can find money anywhere. And you know uh, what the funny thing is, Kevin? Both of us are right. Both groups of people are, are right. So at the end of the day, it depends on your mindset. If you think money is hard to find, it is going to be hard to find because you've already decided so. So yeah, that's that's it's it's called in in our in my world that's that's called the uh, law of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> what what you what you what you attract, what you ask for, what you believe is what you're going to get. And if you yeah. believe money is hard to find, if you believe you're going to be broke then guess what? The universe is going to reward you. And see, it's very much like the game you're trying to create, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> it's just you can do it on a faster level because if you're trying to create something and, and you don't believe it's going to be successful, guess what? They're going to reward you with lack of success. If you, if you, if you honestly know that it's going to be successful, they're going to say, well, okay, here you go. They're going to reward you with success. Yeah. And, and, and finding money will be easy and yeah. stuff. And so con congratulations. I think, you know, it's, it, it's a little, you know, it takes a little bit of balls, excuse the expression to be able to get out there and to, and to do what you're doing. But I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. When Thank is the, when is the first prototype going to come out? Um, we're actually developing a game right now and we are looking to release it in three months, but oh We'll try, like, I'll try my best to make it earlier because I want to do it before Christmas. It will be amazing. Um, it is based on a uh, really popular game in the world. It, I believe you call it soccer in America. We do call it soccer in America. You call it, you call <laughs> football. it football, and yeah. we call, and you call American football is the one that is what rugby. you call. Yeah, and and rugby, which is, by the way, rugby is the precursor of American football possibly <laughs> i'm not very good at sports so <laughs> i mean i play sports but not rugby 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 you say because they've got tackling and they've got you know uh running and kicking and they got the goal posts it's and so, huge in australia yeah and new zealand oh yeah well you, you have got a game there that is really cool it's called australian rules football yes which is a little bit different than rugby. It's kind yeah. of marries a lot of different things, but it, I mean, that game is rough. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But you, you're, you're, of course you're, you're, the lads down under are pretty tough kids. So, and, and the girls too. Do you know, is there a girl Australian rules football leagues? I don't believe so actually. Cause I haven't really seen them to be honest. That's a very good question. <laughs> Cause whenever you watch, um, ARL, it's always men. Yeah. And the most famous one would be the All Blacks. Because, like, yeah. Because they're, they're amazing they're... at, yeah, amazing at, like, tackling. <laughs> it feels like you, you went back to, I don't know, caveman era in a way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very, it's a very brutal 
uh, type of tackling sport and, yeah. and people get hurt a lot and, and stuff, but you know, the, but it it draws people and, and people like to watch it. So rather yeah. than, you know, most of them can't get out and play it, but they like to watch somebody else get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Which, which, is, which is the same thing that happens with boxing matches and with MMA. And, you know, we all want to sit there and in the stands and drink our beer and smoke our cigars and watch somebody get the shit kicked out of them. Excuse the expression. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like I like what you're doing. So the game that you're looking to release before Christmas, uh, what's it going to be like? What's it going to be based on? <laughs> Can I have a peek um, under the blanket? Nobody's listening. It's at its infancy stage. Um, I can't really say much, but let's just say it. I have a feeling it's going to be big. Um, it will be big because, I mean, come on, it's soccer. Everyone likes soccer. Yeah. <laughs> the Euro Cup and stuff like that. So we are coming up with like um, all kinds of ideas and stuff like that, how to make it very simple yet very enjoyable so that's the whole goal of this game and it's also like a tiny um not exactly glimpse because we are not using the exact graphics that we're going to use for the metaverse but we want to find out whether if the community would like something like that i can tell you this that um when <laughs> when my kids were 10 we had an xbox one and i could pretty much beat them anytime i wanted to uh, when they turned 12, the tables were reversed. And now I play, he, my son plays games online, um, Call of Duty and some of the other ones. I can't even function in, in that because it, it, it happens so fast and it's so, so different and so complicated. Yeah. The great thing about this game is um, it's targeted towards adults. So it's based on um, how much can I divulge? I'm just thinking like you can you can actually <laughs> um we will incorporate NFT and that part of the metaverse. So adults are our target audiences. And if you're a child, most likely you will lose. And you'll find out why soon. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got a I got a game I want you to do. I want you okay. to create for me. And it involves American football. Okay. Uh, but what I what I, what I want to do, what I what I want for uh, this game to be is, you have uh, they call them franchises. Like there are thirty two uh, football franchises in the in the United States, and I want to be able to run a franchise, and be the head coach, and have all the players and the interactions with the other owners and all that kind of stuff be kind of real time, not, not, not just, you know, what I set it up to be, but to, to have to respond and react to what other owners are doing and placing and the players that you're signing and what they're asking for and the salary cap. That would be, for me, that would be a tremendous amount of fun and to have it be kind of real rather than uh, pretend. Yeah, that is actually a huge possibility in our world. Oh, wouldn't, so, that, be, wouldn't that be Yeah, fabulous? Look, we are not only playing for you to be whoever you want. We, we are also playing to, if, if um, everything goes well, you'll be able to do anything you want, including manage your own American football team, um, communicate with other owners, you can own banks, you can own real estate, you can sell them, you can charge people rent, you can get people to bet on your team, you can do whatever you want. That's the whole idea behind it. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that, 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 sounds like, that sounds like a tremendous amount of fun. Because, yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if you've noticed, but in our country in the last four years, we had kind of an alter, uh, a, a alternate reality take place of a of a rich guy who charged people rent for stuff and put his name on buildings and stuff and then he morphed that into creating a, uh, an online version of himself that became the president of the United States. And, <laughs> and, it sounds like fun. And that and that's exactly how how he did that, I think, is that it was it wasn't real. Um, and it was proven to not be real, but, uh, um, it's, it, I, I just, I get the, I think that game's going to be a great deal of fun 
It certainly will be. And by the way, it is going to be successful. It is going to happen. And you are going to not only be, because uh, you're a wonderful young lady, you've got a great smile, but you're going to be <laughs> fabulously wealthy. <laughs> um, that's not really the important point for me, I guess. It's more like creating this like crazy experience that will blow people. See, I'm a fan of amusement parks. Like, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> At my age, it's like, it's the experience that counts. That's what I feel. And you want to go down the merry-go-round, not the, no, excuse me, you want to go down. Go down the, the rabbit uh, hole. <laughs> <laughs> like Alice or, in Wonderland. Exactly. Or, or you want to go down the roller coaster, not the uh, mm-hmm. merry-go-round. You want to experience life as, as fully and as completely as you can. Because, and I applaud that because the reality is you're not going to be young forever. Um, you're not going to be alive forever. Um, and at the end of your life, many, many years from now, when you're, by the time you get there, the, the technology is going to be there that you're going to live to be 120. So that when you're 119 and 363 days, you want to look back and say, I don't have any regrets. Exactly. I live my life. That's yeah. That's a very good mantra. As that's full as I can, mantra. no regrets. And uh, I think that's awesome what you're doing. And also, by the way, the reason that you're not worried about the money is because making money is easy for you. And also, I don't have that much of um, risk because a lot of people, because <laughs> I'm single, I have no kids, so I can take a lot of risk as opposed to people like my peers. They have kids, they have family. Um, yeah, so it, it's, yeah, <laughs> I like my life. Well, <laughs> well see, and see, here's the thing is when I was 20 and 21, I was an actor and I did uh, – and I was a DJ at a radio station. And then I fell in love, got married, had kids. I've, I had to work my whole life. And now I'm 64 and um, I get to play. I get to do what I waited 40 years to do. And, and so don't wait the 40 years. You can, you can do so much more if you, if you follow your passion the entire time. What would you have done if you haven't like worked that 40 years? If, if I had was able to follow my passion, I'd be doing exactly mm-hmm. what I'm doing right now. Ah, but it's good. Like it's better late than never. Oh, exactly. Well, I, I started <laughs> this, my little adventure in, uh, um, tw- well, 18 years ago. And it, it failed because I didn't understand what I was doing and, and stuff. And so I had to go back to work. And then uh, I went back to work. It's kind of an interesting story. I went back to work as a bus driver in Seattle for 12 years. And they get paid well, and they've got good benefits and stuff. And I was able to save some money. And uh, so I bought the little home that I'm living in now. And as I was moving in, I fell and tore my rotator cuff on this side. I had to have surgery mm-hmm. on it. And then two and a half months later, I fell on the again and hurt the other arm and had to have surgery on that. And so now um, I'm disabled, technically disabled, so I can't work. Um, and so now this is what I do. And, I guess uh, it's what fate's way of saying that, hey, Kevin, wake up. You need to do what you you're passionate. Like you can't go back to that what, that job because you're not happy, you know. So I, I will do, I will sit here and tell you and nobody can call me a liar is that I believe the universe and my guides and everybody else that's on the other side set it up in order for in order for me to do this. There was going to be a, a little bit of pain I was going to have to go through. But at the end of the day, it's come out and it's, it's turning out to be just the way it was designed to be. And this is what I need. This is what I should be doing because I love doing it. I, talking to someone like you is just it, it just makes me it makes me feel so good inside because you are you, you're a special young person and you. uh, you've got a lot of a lot of talent. And uh, I'm anxious to see what you come up with. Thank you. I'm very excited, too. And I'm very glad you follow your passion, because as you said, we don't live forever. <laughs> well, we don't. And uh, my mother, God rest her soul, passed away in July. And so uh, she, yeah, she, well, she played, she was 90. So, you know, she played bridge on Thursday. She went out to dinner on Friday and she didn't wake up on Saturday. Oh, no. That's how I want to go. Okay. That's an interesting <laughs> point of view. <laughs> That's a good way, I guess. It's better than like being hit by a car or like dropping from a cliff you know <laughs> exactly or having cancer or having cancer that would be, having cancer. Cancer. That would or be torture like that. 
Or what we were scared of in her case was Alzheimer's was setting in. Oh, no. And so that's, and that's not a, that's, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Of course, yeah. My grandfather went through Alzheimer's, so I've seen, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm really I'm really I'm glad that uh, uh, Tracy put us together, and uh, I, I really enjoyed our our talk together. I, I think you're you're going to be fabulous. What do you got planned for the rest of the day? It's Friday, there, you know. I'm working. I've been working every day for the past couple of weeks <laughs> to get our launch going um, for the first NFTs. So our first NFT is basically um, it derives from the saying. Have you have you actually heard of a uh, the saying how millennials can't afford properties because of avocado toast? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's an avocado-based NFT. This this collection of NFTs will be our first, and it's actually a um, experiment for us. Not experiment, but more like looking at how things uh, how to run things and stuff like that. Um, be- being prepared for what's coming next. So this is sort of like just a test run. So we will see how it goes with the launch. There's a lot of work for us, everyone to do. So yeah, I'm working my ass off till like launch, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, at the end of the day, but you love the work that you do. So, you know, at the the end of the day, it it really isn't work. It really isn't work. That's true. That's Um, true. Because, because for me, talking to someone like you is just—it's just dynamic, and I get to meet the most incredible people. I've met some—you know—people look come come up to me and say, "You met him, or you <laughs> interviewed him," and it's like, "Well, yeah, they're just people, and they're, exactly. and they're they're really cool people, but uh, and they're people with a mission and stuff." But but it's it's just it's just so great that uh, I would I would love to see the I'm excited to see the work that you're going to complete uh, not only this little group but what you're going to accomplish in your lifetime I I am very excited too and I hope I don't die early <laughs> <laughs> no you won't. You're, gonna, you, you're taking care of yourself and, yeah. and stuff you're gonna, but sometimes you're... I guess when it's your time you can't really prevent that that's what I believe like if it's your time it's your time um if it's not yours then Look, I've been, <laughs> this is very funny, but I've been hit by a car three times, like oh God. different cars. And I've gotten away, like without any scratches, like nothing. And I have like two of them are direct collisions, direct, like the car is going at a fast speed. I don't know how that happened, but this is why I believe if it's your time, it's your time. If not, if it's not yours, it's not yours. You know what I also, so you were a pedestrian and you got hit three times by a car? So the first time I was riding a bike and the car just came out of nowhere, a taxi actually. And then I flew over the taxi and fell, <laughs> and, but I was fine. Like no concussion, no nothing. I don't even need to go to the hospital or whatever. And then the second time is I, I was a pedestrian, but the car was a bit slightly slower. Um, so that wasn't that bad. But the third time I was in my car at my passenger side and the car just came at 80 kilometers per hour like just at from like my side my entire car got like dented like it it basically got written off and it can't be driven anymore but i got away with like nothing so i was call that in this country they call that a t-bone a t-bone yes that's it yeah and those are the most horrific things depending what kind of car were you driving um, I was driving this like Kia. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little, small car, like a little, little thing that, that yeah, got just thing. destroyed. Yeah. But so, you know what I you know what I chalked that up to, Kelsey is uh, or Chelsea, is that um, um, that is the universe's way of saying your time is precious here. You need to use it for everything that you can to exactly. follow your passion and to live your life. Um, and they were just giving you a nice little warm up. They didn't want to hurt you. They just wanted to give you a little, a little reminder. (laughs) Yeah. Do something like your rotator cuffs. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and and when I, when I looked at now, I don't know how graphic I want to get, but when I looked at the, they, they took pictures when they opened me up and have you ever had, um, a bone in uh, roast, a nice bone in roast with a bone sticking out of it. Um, have you ever seen one of those? (laughs) <laughs> that was that was the exact same thing that they showed that, that my all everything was ripped up 
it was oh, completely no. destroyed and so they had to and so they had to redo it and and stuff but but that was that was my that was my wake it was like all right time for you to do what you're what you've always said you wanted to do so um yeah. so, so in fact one of these days after your release because i'm now doing i'm starting um live am radio in seattle um next week and so you'll have to come on that program which is called positive talk radio and you'll have to come on That's that program i love it yes and we're, <laughs> so and we'll talk about uh what you're doing and keep updated because i would love i would love to keep updating and then when your game comes out you can be a spot i can be a sponsor how about that <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing kevin <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be fun to do so uh, i appreciate it and and I, what i always like to do at the end of the at the end of these things is i want to give you um drag a, a soapbox over and let you tell our audience what you'd like them to know about anything that's on your mind like what <laughs> i don't know uh what is as, as an example what would be if you could if you could give somebody the the hope of living their lives more authentically, more real, more positively, and achieving their dreams, how would you suggest they go about doing it? I would say just do it. Execute it. Plan it. Execute it. Don't hold back. Do not hold back. Because we, us humans, like this is what I found out about, not found out, sorry. This is what I realized about us human beings. Like there's so many people that's doing this and it's such a shame because we all of us have our own potential. And I can see that if we all actually tap into that potential, we would have been way ahead than where we are at right now. A lot of people has amazing ideas, but they don't do anything about it. All they do is just talk and there's no action. So I guess at the end of the day, if you really want to be successful, you just have to do something, do something and execute it. And life will find a way to get you to where you want to be at because like for example kevin <laughs> your example with your rotator cuffs um you did something about it and now here you're at like interviewing people doing the things you love and obviously you will not give up anything for this so i guess that is um the main the major thing that people should do if you really want to be successful because all talk and no do is just a recipe for failure. Exactly. And, and by the way, you can't fail unless you quit. Yes. Um, failure is a good thing too. It depends on how you see it. Um, what I meant was when I, when I say failure is you will never get there because you never tried. But failure is good if you learn from them when you try something. For example, the podcast that you tried, what, what was it, 18 years ago, and you failed. But that's okay because you learned that the setup was not right and you did it well this time. So, yeah, that's a good failure. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. it's a learning episode. And, and, it is. and the reality is, you know, I had a friend tell me because I said, well, you know, I spent a ton of money. It cost me a lot in my personal life. And and stuff and he said yeah but you did it exactly i've had people all in the last days walk up to me and say yeah but you did it i don't have the guts to do that um and and so it was it's it's an important that we all that we all have the belief and the knowing that we can do anything that we choose to do can you do it right the per first time perfectly? Probably not. There's yeah. a learning curve with everything. It's like with I love the way that you're putting your you, the games together. Is you're taking it one step at a time. You're not trying to bite off more than you can chew. You're doing yeah. each step to do it well, and so the end product is going to be better than the sum of its parts. Exactly, because like I have learned and failed so many times. Five years ago, me, I would be like, no. I want to spend this amount of money and make to build the entire world. I want to release it in a perfect way, like a perfect world. But that does not, that, that is not realistic. That does never happens because there will always be bugs. There will always be people um, not liking it, or you will be coming up with a product that people don't want to play and you will be wasting all of your money, like too much money, too much time, too much energy. It's just not worth it. So I guess that failure, um, 
I've learned from it. Like I, all you need to do is start small, because if you do so much and try to achieve so big, but you do not achieve it, you are going to fall into a deep hole of depression, and then you're going to think that you're not, uh, um, you don't have the potential to do it, you don't have the talent to do it, you, you just can't do it because you're just not good enough. But that is not the case. Sometimes it's just timing. Sometimes it's just, like, you know, the. It's just sometimes it's just like you're not ready yet. The world thinks that you're not ready yet. You still need to learn from it. So yeah. Chelsea Chu has been our guest. She is an extraordinary young lady, and uh, I really am am interested to see where you go with this i think it's going to be it's going to be phenomenal i love i love your your philosophies and uh your the, the way that you're and some some of my contemporaries that are a lot older than you can learn from you um so i hope that they, they... i always believe we all can learn from each other one way or another because we all live different lives so I agree with you 100%. Again, I'd like to thank uh, uh, Tracy Lamori for putting us together. This has been a dynamic and been a wonderful episode. Will you come back? Can I do? Can we do this again? Of course, Kevin. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very honored. <laughs> you, well, you are very awesome. So I'm. So, so are you? So, well, thank you. I'll accept that. If you know, <laughs> if you wait right there, I'll be right back and uh, and stuff. So stay right where you are. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.